What's up, up everybody? everybody? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Smalley Talk, Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Rico. And sitting next to me is my co-host, <laughs> this was Christian super, Vaughn. Chris is super jealous of my intro. He's Dude, trying to hijack it there. I feel like I matched you voice for voice right there. I feel like, was, I feel like you just screwed it up. No, it was two singers <laughs> making perfect freaking <laughs> harmony. Uh, <laughs> let's hear it. Harmony. No, you got to do the part, the harmony. Uh, <laughs> no, all right, do it again. One more time. Try it one more time. Ready? Uh, dude. Should we start a boy band? <laughs> a man band? I mean, dude, we. the problem with that is we're married. Well, you are already wearing a, a Canadian tuxedo. Dude, I'm, so I'm all about there. the We got two denims at the table. I know, I like that. <laughs> one of them is cool. The other one is... It's also <laughs> so we've had a we've had a um, we got some guests. What's let's, let's yeah we have we have two guests. Since you want to do the intro, you can do you can do the these intros. All right. So we have um, so this is let's rewind a little bit. Uh, so this is why I don't so let you do intros. Our our uh, our podcast, as you know, has a an official sponsor now. We're we've arrived. It's true. We have arrived. I had to agree with you because you're I mean, almost always We wrong, doubted ourselves for a long wrong. time, but I never had a doubt. Yeah, we're like yeah, we're we're ranked. We're in the well. in the elites. <laughs> All right, let's, let's let's pull the reins back. We're in like the thousands, we can, maybe we, hundreds of thousands. We convinced one person. <laughs> so let's just chill. All right. Uh so we we got a sponsor. As most of our listeners know, we're we we got a couple boats uh, from our sponsor, and we we posted up a little bit. But um, it's a River Rat USA, and um, we got those boats. Really didn't know a lot about them, other than that we wanted a little smaller craft than what we had, and we were looking at some competitors. We to be honest, we emailed them and. Uh, <laughs> We didn't get a response. They actually were too enthusiastic. Yeah, I, that it, actually. Now that you say that, I think they were. They were a little too like, no, please, please, no. We we want to be involved, and we're like, whoa, okay, just you know, all right. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. What yeah, it's like when a chick's too into you. Yeah, that's you know? exactly what happened. Yeah. I, I've had that happen because you know I know chicks, and I'm really good at them. <laughs> so so we had one of our listeners. Uh, uh, had a connection and we reached out uh, to the one and only Brian Walker and uh, he owns uh, River Rat USA and uh, the dude super nice he was like less enthusiastic but still somewhat enthusiastic it was the thrill of the chase you know yeah yeah um, and he reached out so anyways one thing led to another we all ended up now together we're in now we're shacked up in an Airbnb <laughs> playing yeah. pig. Fast forward, fast forward forty eight hours, and uh, uh, you know we're in a we're in a Airbnb in Center Grove. Yeah, Indiana. we had two. Uh, so they flew into town. We had two days of fishing so far, and uh, they came out and hung out with these couple Utah boys. We got Brian U- and Lane. Utans. What are they? U- mutants. Mutants. U- 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 mutants. <laughs> 
Yeah, all right, Brian, pick that up, dude. You got a star in the show here. Uh, so we have Brian t- Walker. So what's up, Brian? How's how it going, man? Good. How, how do you? How are you liking Indiana so far? Uh, Indiana's uh, it's a good place. Cheers. The fishing's been awesome, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, he's new. being I, very generous. I gotta say, I, now I think that you hate Indiana with a, with a red hot passion. So it's like the fishing's been great. I'm like, oh, oh shit, he hates us, dude. No, no it, Indiana's been good. I've seen it in the dark going to the river. I've seen it in the dark coming from the river. That's so the, that's the best way to see it, dude. Absolutely. We went to the world famous Taxman Brewery tonight for dinner. What'd you think of that? That was actually fantastic better That's, than the fishing though uh, <laughs> no, I mean, they're they're close running mates <laughs> but, but it was it was fantastic good food oh. good beer you won't you wouldn't know this from just driving in the dark to and from the river but we do have very beautiful mountains here you can't see them <laughs> it was dark but uh, they're here they so. are kind of like the rockies in <laughs> uh, but yeah we we've done a couple days of fishing and i'm Let's just let's just fast forward. Nobody wants to hear about the fishing. I mean, it's been great. Obviously, <laughs> we killed it. Obviously, but you know, nobody wants to hear about it. You know. No, just, we're we're definitely going to talk about it. Uh, I mean, I guess we can. But. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about it. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we I guess we can let the cat out of the bag. But fishing hasn't been great. It's been weird. Yeah. So thirty-seven it, degrees in the morning. Yeah, we had a couple things. Weird things happen. You know the. You know we had planned to to you know, host these guys into town. And we forgot, we didn't, uh, want, Brian, why don't you pass that mic? Um, and I'm totally not going to remember no, the he, last name. No, try the last name. I okay. want you to, I want to hear your best guess at the last name. Lane. Lane McClellan. couple letters off. McKellar. McKellar. Yeah, oh, McKellar. Yeah. You got to pick, you got to pick I, that up though. I don't I don't yep. know what you mean by weird. <laughs> like, what are you talking about by weird? Oh, we got some, we yeah. got stories today, but yeah, we did. We did end up with a pretty good couple of good stories from today, but yeah. uh, might be the nice best. work on the getting an Irish. You got an Irish name out of it. McClellan. Pretty close. Yeah, McKellar. Yeah. It's McKellar. Right? Yeah, which okay. is Scottish, Highland Scottish. Oh, so it's M A C. M C capital K. Nah, I was so I think the Scottish and the Irish don't like each other. Is that right? Right now, I don't. You don't like Conor McGregor? <laughs> You're uh, Irish, right? I'm like trash. Like, <laughs> You're my, my 23 and me just came back like, you got to be kidding me. Who, ga- who gave you internet access? <laughs> you should be in a federal prison, dude. Uh, no, it's... it's. Uh, I'm Irish, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and North African. <laughs> I don't know what that just meant. One third Native American, one third. I don't know. Are you holding out your arm? Like Look how you were... clear I am. Obviously, I'm Irish, dude. Yeah. This is ancestors just freaking thriving off of potatoes for thousands of years. <laughs> You're freaking white, dude. I've seen you when you forget to put a buff or a hood on, dude. It's 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 bad. I'm wearing... <laughs> you roast up like a fucking <laughs> yeah, like it's, a it's rare rough. steak, dude. Yeah. So let's just get into it, dude. Today. <laughs> Like we can yesterday we f- we did some fishing on White River with just Brian and um it was it was okay we had a couple big fish well, brought to hand here's the thing we got a report that it was pretty good I mean I think you kind of have to yeah because I mean we did both end up with my brother and I both did end up with 19s you caught an 18 yeah 18 low and numbers 18 and a half let's don't show uh, I mean me 18 I I didn't see the picture of the fish on the measuring board by I don't the way think what's I did what's take the, it on the measuring what's the board, count but. 
It uh, was well over 18. We we also probably should talk about the count at some point. I what mean, if, I think I have 10. I, or no, I have 11. Because 10, I had 10 before last week. So, I have 11. Or did you just take a... F- no, I 100% have 11. All right. I, I well, need I need to count again. <laughs> <laughs> I have 11. What do you have? What did we say? I think you said 14 point something. I think that's right. 14.5. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I know it. After my trip to the Flat Rock, it was 10 to 11. And then that's the last one I've caught. I feel like there's some, maybe some math going on here that I'm not aware of. Well, and either way, I'm closing the gap. I don't know that's enough. That's all I'm saying. I'm I don't have enough. I know that's what I feel like you've engineered the numbers to come up with that result. I know I have my numbers. Fine. I'm not keeping track of yours. I'm not keep. I I need to start keeping track of yours, obviously, because I feel like there's some. I have uh, I have Florida, eleven Florida dog track math. Going I have eleven hundred percent. Okay, well, I hundred percent have to agree with you because <laughs> okay. I don't know. Right. I don't have enough information. That makes to sense dispute because it. I think you caught. Yeah, you caught. Um, we tied during this whole thing. I think you caught two since the last time I had went fishing because I was kind of keeping track. Because you and Maya went out. Did you catch one that time? Yeah. Yeah. And then you caught one another trip. One Yesterday. Day. No. No. We were yeah. within one. You you got I think that's right. three points. I think you're right, dude. I'm just busting your chops. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. Anyways, it was okay. It was a good day. It was, uh, not a lot of visibility, but it was it was very slow, I'd say, overall. The fish were acting super finicky. I won't say it was slow. It was just... Well, let's talk about it, because this is pretty valuable information for our listeners. Yeah, so we the fish have been bedded. Um, water temperatures were up like 61, 62, you know, maybe even like 63 in some places. And uh, we've had some cold rain come in. We've had some really cold overnights, like 37, 36 degrees. Um, so water temperatures dropped down to like low 50s, you know, 52, 53. I think today they were 54. I don't think they were Sugar down Creek. that low, but... Mid fifties. Okay, sure. Mid fifties, fifty four today on Sugar Creek. Right? Yeah, it was fifty four. Yeah. Okay. So, um, which we didn't take water temperature yesterday, but it was it was pretty cold. I took it. Yeah, it was fifty eight at the end of the day. Okay. Well, I don't know yeah. what it was at the beginning, but anyways, it, it dropped. Was, the water, the water temperatures did drop quite a bit. So the fish that we were encountering were very um spooky so they would spook off of a bed and just never come back you know take them 15, so they are 20 still minutes. spawning you think i think some of them are yeah do I you think, think any of them are done with spawning i think probably on flat rock and sugar creek and places like small rivers definitely white water they're definitely some of the bigger fish have probably moved off see i figured i thought the fish on sugar creek today were acting the exact same as white river Similar, but there are a lot of post-spawn fish still, I think, on sugar right now. I caught a few. Yeah, So maybe. Um, but anyway, so the fishing has been tricky. Uh, we found some. I mean, we we found some active feeding fish, but, you know, it seems like definitely the the targetable fish are definitely on the beds right now. And yeah, that, that are worth any time. Yeah. I mean, the, the fish we were catching that were feeding were like 13 to 15 inches. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's kind of what was going on. And overall, I mean, we brought some big fish to hand yesterday. It was it was fine. It was a little slower than we would have liked with guests in town, for sure. Um, yeah. But we had some moments, you know, on the trip. So overall, pretty successful. 
Today, uh, we went out to Sugar Creek, and it was like a swimming pool. Dude, it was a the cold, clearest cold I've ever pool. seen it with that much flow. Yeah, but it was for sure. 12 feet plus visibility. I mean, you could see the bottom in every spot of the river pretty much, and the fish were spooky and few and far between. Like, I don't really feel like we even bumped that many fish. Um, until later in the day. Until later in the day. So Pressure's on. It just didn't go, uh, yeah, it didn't go very well. But we did, we did, you know, we did have some, Brian brought a really nice fish to hand, so. Yeah, yeah. Then, so, let's back up a little bit. So, Brian is, uh, you've caught smallmouth before then, Brian? <clears throat> One other time I've been smallmouth fishing. Okay. Um, so, I'm sorry, first of all. Lo <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, normally any other time you would come with us. There would be more. It, uh, I wouldn't even say more success because we you have slow days, but it's sure. a, it would be different, right? Sure. You know, there's not as much like we're standing up on the seat looking for beds. Like it just wouldn't wouldn't be like that. Um, so today, you know, this trip is a little little odd, but after two days of just grinding it out, <laughs> doing a lot of a lot of you know tree snagging, a lot of rowing. <laughs> A lot of, a lot of. You we didn't know, have much tree snagging today, dude. I think maybe bad guide work. It's probably it. <laughs> I think it was probably Josh yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it F- was fishing us through an obstacle course. It so. was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, in my defense, the Perkinsville has a lot, a lot, a lot of low hanging trees, so it was just tough. <laughs> but anyways, Lane or uh, uh, Brian was uh, was was getting frustrated yesterday with the trees and you know i understand it but after especially fly casting is definitely different yeah i could it's like bass casting you know it's like you're casting to cover you're making tight casts it's it's way different yeah it's it's midwest fishing for smallmouth you just yeah it's 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 a tough time it's it's similar to like terrestrial fishing out west you know when you're beating the banks like a hopper right or something so you you know, you, you're putting it up tight, you know, you're, there's a the high risk, but you're also not fishing with 5X that you can just snap off instantly. You know, it's a little bit. Yeah. And you're not moving eight miles per hour down the river either. So either way, it takes getting used to. It is. Um, different. So after two days of, you know, going through that, you know, really, I mean, to be honest with you, like, you know, I was super frustrated after the last couple of days. Just, I'm not used to struggling this much. And uh, you guys found a nice fish. It was about when we were ready to wrap things up today. So tell us a little bit about what happened with that with that fish. So. <laughs> um, well, we yeah, we found a fish circling a bed, and uh, uh, Chris, you know, kept us right there in in uh, not very optimal conditions with the wind blowing, deep water, couldn't anchor, um, and he worked his tail off. But uh, you know, we well, we missed it Couple four times, times three, yeah. two or three times, and. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we changed up uh, lures a couple times and uh, finally got her done though, right uh, right at the end as the rain yeah. was starting to hit. So yeah, yeah. it was awesome too. Yeah. So it it made the it made what we learned what I learned yesterday worthwhile today for you know making yeah. making those casts in the bank and stuff. That was awesome. The other thing yesterday, the water, while it wasn't like muddy, it was it was hard to see the beds yesterday today it was too easy to see the beds yeah so we needed it kind of in between it was it was rough but uh yeah well congrats on that first like uh yeah it was awesome trophy one, small mouth 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. So it, it was awesome. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So. Yeah, man. I, yeah, well, true. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think it'll be all right. <laughs> we just locked in a stretch, so we'll we got a hot stretch coming up tomorrow. So. Yeah. The hottest. It, it's the hottest, dude. It's the hottest floatable stretch. Well, let's let's move on. I mean, yeah. all that bullshit fishing. Okay, it's yeah. great. We did great. It's fine. Let's talk about the freaking the big story. <laughs> I'm talking about the big headlines, the top five. Well, I can think of the biggest one today. What do you mean? <laughs> There's one really big one. Wow. What do you? Lots of. It was big. It was girthy. <laughs> okay. Is, is Tell me more about it. what do you what do you? I don't it was know. it was flesh colored. <laughs> I just want to hear more descriptions without saying what it is. Like it actually was kind of hot. I mean, honestly, so honestly, it got me flush. So, and, uh... so Lane, Brian put Lane on here because this is this is Lane's. Uh, Lane was with me. So uh, Brian and I fished yesterday. I put him all in the trees uh, all day. Then we switched it up, and Chris Chris fished with him today, and I fished with Lane. Lane came in last night, um, and uh, we, you know, he's he's excited. You know, he's. I was telling him about I was telling him about the history of Sugar Creek and all the glaciated stuff that washed down. Yeah. You know, he Wikipedia for like five hours to I get did. ready for this. <laughs> yeah. I was telling him, I asked him, I and, on your, him like, and on your left, you'll see Carter Fox. <laughs> founded in 1820. I said, I was telling him about, I asked him if they had covered bridges where they're from. They had never seen a covered bridge before. Really? It's true. Yeah. yeah. So Don't I was know like, why well, you we would... got a treat for you. So he's excited. Do Mormons <laughs> you know? think they're cursed or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they covered bridge. Why <laughs> would you cover a bridge? Accent? That's my Mormon accent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh no, cover bridge! <laughs> I did not know wow. that Mormons had an accent. They do, but he nailed it. Actually, the, <laughs> I've actually learned quite a bit about the Mormon faith during this during this trip. Very so. educational. Um, yeah. So we get. Uh, so, anyways, you know the anticipation's high. We get to the river. It's looking good. There's steam coming off the river. You know, it's it's looking good. We get the. We'll talk about the rafts here in a little bit. It we was get, hot. Yeah, it was steamy. We get, we get the rafts in. You know, we come up to the spot. You know, Chris, as always, is trying to hog the front. You know, he's he's up front. He's he's paddling his little arm, little hands off. He speaking, just, of ho- <laughs> speaking of hogs. Hang on. Hang on. Hang <laughs> oh, on. okay, go ahead. Yeah, speaking of hogs. So we get to this, <laughs> we get to the spot, and I told Lane, I said, hey, man, you know, I was like, I bet you there's uh, a bed there. And so we pull off. Glacier, glacier. Oh, you pulled off? <laughs> we, did. we did. We pulled off. We pulled off, and we actually climbed the bank on this one because it was really hard to hold the boat where we were needing to fish. So How we, hard was it? <laughs> it was very hard. <laughs> so we, we climbed the bank. We get up there. I start fishing. There's a We find a nest. We're fishing for this fish. And, you know, I bet we were there for, what, 15, 20 minutes before we noticed anything. <laughs> At least glacier lessons quickly turned to bedding lessons. <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of snuck down because I was trying to get closer to the fish, and uh, I looked down and I saw something flesh colored. <laughs> it was a dildo, <laughs> a ten inch, like ginormous, giant dildo. It was. It was the biggest dildo I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Left there by the glaciers. <laughs> There's no other explanation. Yeah. Glacier. <laughs> and there for those that are wondering about this 
this uh, this said dildo. Um, you can check her Instagram story because yeah. we posted it. We, we for the next twenty three hours. Yeah, we gave a cryptic cryptic message. Didn't point anything out, and I think most people just scan past that photo. Yeah, they don't pay a lot of attention to us, and <laughs> no. rightfully so. They, they shouldn't. <laughs> but if you pay attention, there's a little treat for you. Um, Not little, but you know, <laughs> it's like big, way bigger. Like, well, like 10 to 12 times bigger than anything else. <laughs> it was a forum. I, I described it as a double soup can <laughs> to land. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it, 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 you know, and it started off with you, you're like, do you see this? <laughs> did, did he wink and, at you? And, and Do I'm, you see this? Wink. <laughs> I'm looking really intensely for this fish. <laughs> Just no, I don't see it. Uh, yeah. Oh, you and, saw it. <laughs> he calls me over the edge. <laughs> fell out the, of my pocket. Yeah, and then the banjo music started. Right. <laughs> welcome to Indiana. And there it was. That's exactly what I said. After he saw it, I go, welcome to Indiana, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, welcome. <laughs> welcome. It's, it's the Hoosier State. It's right next to Ohio. <laughs> yeah. So, that was the most exciting part of the day. Yeah. Josh, me. quote, found that. <laughs> definitely... Definitely didn't quote bring that. Then I just we got we got a message from Aaron Kimball on our podcast. He said, "Oh, great! Now you've got one for both holes." And I said, "All three. Chris was with me. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you don't have three holes. I don't think. I don't belly button hole. No, so, it was good times. Yeah. So that was that was probably the most exciting. Actually, the second most exciting thing that happened. Jo- Lane got detained, also as an immigrant uh, from a foreign uh, land. <laughs> I left him high and dry at the conservation officer. Yeah, this is great. This is a great story. Josh, uh, the conservation officer, meets Josh at the end point, interrogates Lane about being a guide, apparently. Josh knows the guy, calls him by his first name, and promptly leaves this immigrant there to take the heat. Is you 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 tooling? Hey, how does it feel in a minority and as a minority in Indiana, being there's only a few people from Utah here in Indiana. How does it feel to be accosted by the police? In, well, in this way? you know, I came here as a dreamer. <laughs> I was dreaming a big smallmouth, uh-huh. and it quickly turned into a law enforcement situation. Yeah, uh, it was awkward, especially when my. My host rode off in a taxi. I did. I, I left. <laughs> See ya. All right. I, and did you say goodbye to the, pl- in all the reality, police officer I did, you knew? I didn't have a choice. Let's be, let's be perfectly honest. He was waiting. He'd blown his horn. Yeah. Did you say goodbye to the police officer when I you act- left? That's a John Denver reference. I did. I gave him the middle finger. Did you say, See ya, jo- Joe? Or what, what was his name? Ron. See ya, Ron. And then leave. <laughs> did you really do that? Because that would be pretty funny. I didn't. <laughs> Actually, what I, what I I left and got the car, and then I came back, and I was looking for his truck because I was like, oh, man, if his truck's still there, it's going to be a bad a situation. No truck. Walked up, and I was like, well, you're not in cuffs, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and he was like, well, there's only one way this trip is getting more expensive. <laughs> I, just had a really, I just had a really funny vision of like the, the conservation officer like searching you. Because he like, because he like found, he like, he's like, oh man, this guy doesn't have a life jacket. I need to effectuate a search. Well, it and was then he our... searches you, and he's like, 
What the hell is this dildo doing in your pocket? <laughs> it was John. our responsibility to clean up the river. Josh, yeah, Josh's like, you kept it? <laughs> well, oh, you leave kept it? it? There. I could just leave it there. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> just throw it in the bottom of the boat and leave. Get in the taxi. Look, Cotsbridge, I was like, oh, I'm going to let you guys go. <laughs> I would have probably got you out of the ticket. All right, dude. I- Enough of this bullshit, dude. This is this is junk, dude. Let's let's talk about why we're here. Yeah. So so we we have uh, Chris has three trips in the raft. I have two. Uh, well, let's let's. What's your take on it so far? Oh, Chris? what am I gonna say? I mean, they're sitting, they're sitting right here, dude. I mean, it's got to be an honest review. Honestly, I, I love it. Like no lie, it's. Uh, and we're not. I love and I love my I love my other raft too. If but we didn't love it though, here's what we would just like avoid recording this podcast. That's definitely true. That's awesome. That's definitely. <laughs> we cut a we cut a hole. I would have I would have blamed the baby. I would have blamed my wife. I already yeah. laid the groundwork for that, which would have been real. But I would have been like, I gotta go. Yeah. Sorry. We'll do so this is time. genuine. This is genuine. Uh, no, I do love it. It's it's. Um, but I love my other raft too. Um, but I'll say that it's an upgrade in ways that I didn't really know I needed an upgrade. So like, I think we knew we needed it. I think that it was, they were things that annoyed me, but I would have been fine with them. You know what I mean? I would have never. Well, first and foremost, here's the deal. If you haven't used one of these rafts and you fish for smallmouth in Indiana or, you know, like kind of shallow Rocky rivers, these things are really, really, really advantageous for two man fishing. Uh, so we'll start off stable. You can stand for days. Shot, you can run them in four inches of water. I don't even think. Have you guys tested that? Yeah. What's yeah. how much water is it for? Uh, yeah, four. I mean, depending I on how swift it is, too. You know, the water we were in today was was what three, four inches, and we went over yeah. most everything, um, except when the water got, uh, you know, when when it slowed down, we'd get hung up a little. Or bit. Or when you're standing but, up, yeah. Like when you sit down, you can definitely yeah. float. Yeah, and, and the bottom's slick, too, so it kind of slides over most of your rocks. Yeah. yeah, but, like, okay, so here's what I mean by by the thing about the upgrade. So, which I know you guys sell a self-bailing option for your sure. rafts. But the self-bailing thing for us, like, I never realized how much I hated it until we didn't have it anymore. I actually was worried about it when you guys sent us the rafts. I told Josh, I was like, this isn't self-bailing. I was like, that that could be a problem. I actually vastly prefer no self-bailing. I feel like at the end of the trip, we would always have about 80 to 100 pounds of extra water in the boat. At the end of this trip, you know, we've got an extra three gallons. I mean, maybe three gallons. I mean, it's very, and we were in and out of the boat all day long. Sure. Like if you're just sitting, and it rained. I mean, if you're just sitting in that boat, I mean, you're going to have two cups of water, three cups of water in that boat at the end of the day. So it's not a downgrade at all. And that, but I know that you guys sell that, so that really doesn't even count. Uh, the things that I really like about it, that it's super, super, super light. Well, that's I mean, the like, biggest upgrade over the stealth craft. But that, but that goes to a lot of things. That sounds like, oh, that's like one thing. But that's actually like a, a bunch of things. Yeah. Because that means that the boat, I think, inherently is easier to handle, more maneuverable. Uh, you can row upstream a lot easier. Um, it's just overall, it's not like... Like you're like with that stealth craft. I mean, no, no, and I don't want to just keep saying that, like that I'm doing whatever, and like that there's some sort of a weird 
rivalry thing or whatever it is. I don't. I, I'm just saying Stealthcraft is what I had before, so I'm just comparing it to what I know. And uh, you know, I felt like a lot of times I'd row that thing all day, and my triceps would be like blown. Like this is super well, I mean, they're easy always to row. blown, dude. No, but like, <laughs> like, dude, you're. Dude, like, but I mean, like all day rowing, all it's a, it's a bit of a barge. It's a, it's it's a much bigger raft. It's a much heavier raft. I've, and we do a lot of, like Brian was saying today, he's from Utah. A lot of the rowing that he does in Utah is more like drift control. So you're controlling your drift in super fast water, where the elevation's changing and the water's moving super fast. Here we row forward a lot, so we move the raft down the river by our own power more so than just the current. Right. So, you know, having a boat that you can actually row and not have to feel like you're controlling a barge down a slow moving river is like a is a big deal. Plus you can turn it, turns on a dime, fits into tight spots, you can row it upstream super easy. Um, it's just overall Especially if you're fishing two people, uh, just a much better fit for well, what we do. I would say that the light thing, it is more maneuverable and all that. Um, the biggest thing, though, for me is access. Like, and that is literally the yeah. weight of the raft. The stealth craft was just one of those things. And like, we picked that river rat up over our heads, like, without even. I didn't even make an old man noise well, once. It's two guys. Maybe. You need two, and it isn't because of the weight. It's just because of the mass of it. Like you need like two guys to carry it. Um, but with two guys, like you can take that thing anywhere. Like a bridge abutment. Or we literally carried up a bridge abutment today. Um, you can launch it uh, really anywhere. You can launch like a kayak at, which is that's pretty impressive. That stealth craft you couldn't do that with. Like you. I won't say you needed a boat ramp. Or just bigger rafts in general. I mean, like, because <laughs> whitewater. You don't want to trash stealth I don't want to trash. I don't, you know, because. Well, it doesn't matter. The stealth craft was just too or big like, to But launch. people fish out of, like, big whitewater rafts, too, with, like, a metal frame that, you know, mm-hmm. you guys have seen that, obviously, at West a lot. But, I mean, th- those rafts are the same way. I mean, they're yeah. not, you know, it's it's a good mix between like a raft and a and a drift boat but there are problems i mean it's a lot of boat it's a lot of stuff to maneuver it's it's heavy it's you know putting it in taking it out it's that's not a big that thing different from well and and if you're you know one of our boat. our listeners if you're you know if you look at the iteration of the rafts or the boats chris originally bought a high hard bottom drift boat and if I remember right, I told you, I'm like, dude, that thing's going to be hard to launch. And uh, it that was the main problem with that boat is like it was the access or just you needed a ramp for that. This, or private access that you could back down or whatever. Right. right. Stealthcraft ended up being like, oh, you can actually throw this in some places, but it was tough. Like It would you, wear you out. Yeah, it would wear you out. And it, to get it out. You know, it would really wear you out when we didn't realize it took us a shamefully long time. To realize that we needed to like drain the water, drain out. the water out of <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All I remember of that boat is portaging it on the Menominee, and <laughs> I'm scarred for life. Dude, <laughs> we, you're jacked. For okay, life. you guys won't believe us on this. What? <laughs> imagine two of the river rats stacked on top of each other and carrying that for a mile and a half. Oof. We <laughs> and there were hills. We could literally had to do switchbacks on one. That uh, it was, uh, it was, it was the, it was, it was top five, phys- top five physical challenges in my life. 
Yeah, like, it was wow. for all of us. It was. Yeah, it was tough. Um, but anyway. I was literally taking the anchor and just walking it up in front of us and shot putting it, and then I was like, "All right, let's carry the raft to the anchor." Yeah, and, I, like, and that's we how we carry the raft to the anchor, drop it. It was throw the throw the anchor. Again. And it wasn't just the stealth craft. We had three. Well, we were on the river for four days, three nights, and we had camping gear for that much yeah. time. So we had to carry the, two rafts. What four kayaks mm. and all of our camping gear a mile and a half. It was <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah, stupid. But anyways, stupid kids. Had we had the river rat at that point, <laughs> that would have like been the game changer. Because I won't say it's half the weight, but it feels like half the weight. Yeah. <laughs> like it literally feels like half the weight. So one thing we were talking about today, which I thought was interesting, is like, um, we were talking earlier about. Brian and I were out on the raft, and he was telling me about uh, the time that you popped your inner tube. Like, what, what you were said, you were, which river were you on when you guys popped an inner we tube? Act, we were uh, on the Prover River that day and uh, hooked a piece of rebar just under the water when we were testing uh, testing these boats. And uh, and we thought, well, what the heck, we'll, we'll go ahead and spend the, the afternoon, float the river, <laughs> see see what the deal was, see see if we could you know get it down without uh you know what it what it reacted like you know we flipped the frame around put the the dead chamber in the back and we fished all day and had a great day didn't lose any time on the river and uh and it you know other than being weird because it had a dead chamber you know it uh it handled fine and and it'll get you down at least what what we were testing was to to uh verify that we could actually pilot that raft down the river and get out of a bad situation if you got in one and, and happened to rupture a chamber. See, I've, I've like, literally bounced those things off of, like, rebar before. Mm-hmm. I've bounced them Forgot off of... Forgotten stretch. <laughs> yeah, I've bounced them off of all kinds of stuff. Dildos. And like, yeah, there's dilts. <laughs> sure. Not generally very sharp. <laughs> yes. right. They will penetrate, but not in the way you're thinking of. But good, good thought on that one. Um, but uh, no, I've bounced them off of like literally everything. Sharp stuff, you know, rocks. I mean, I've been going through class three rapids, rapids and hit the sharpest. Ro- I mean, I'm like, oh, that definitely popped, you know, the tube or whatever. And nothing has ever happened before. But I thought that that was like, which was a big like, hold up for me like when i was buying an inflatable boat was like you know how you know if i hit a rock with this thing a jagged rock is there jagged rocks all through this river am i going to pop it and you know you kind of learn over time that that's kind of not at all what happens but um i thought it was pretty interesting that if if you ever actually did pop it it's really not even that big of a deal yeah. you could just finish out the, the four stretch. the four chambers yeah that's I mean, pretty that, wild yeah and i've i thought the same thing uh exactly the same thing as you one the durability of those rafts are like you don't understand how durable they are and actually almost plays in your favor because you think like oh a hard bottom boat's more durable but in reality it's more brittle like if you hit a if If you hit some fiberglass bottom boat yeah you break it yeah yeah i mean if we and that thing those rafts give so that's part of it you know they're they're soft so they give when you hit stuff and if you're floating like rocky rivers you basically can play bumper cars 
and it's like you hit stuff and you kind of bounce off of it. Whereas I remember rowing your drift boat and I'd we'd hit something and I'd like, oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's, like we just definitely broke something. Yeah, and then the other thing, so it's you know, there's that aspect of it, and then exactly what you're saying, if you did break it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, well, I think, I think the other thing is like, it's it's not. I think people look at it and they kind of think, oh, that's like a fly deal. Right. But I think it's going to be interesting to see like how, because now that you have one, you're literally obligated now contractually to take <laughs> it out three times a week. Was, yeah. that, was that it? Four I would be completely fine with that if that was in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that for the record for Katie. Um, yes. Four times a week. Yes. But. Three. Okay, three. We'll three. get it. Three. Um, no, but I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, the convention. I think for people to see a conventional guy taking that out, I think it's going to be Yeah, and I'm probably one of the few conventional guys that use one of those right now. But it was like, I feel like rafts are kind of where kayaks were maybe five to seven years ago. And they hadn't really adopted the, you know, that vessel for... And you'll still fish out of a kayak, too. Yeah, but. I will, for sure. But for a two-man game, like, if you're going with... If you have yourself and another guy, like a fishing buddy, and you're wanting to go out on a river, like, there's really no reason why you would take a kayak over this, unless you're fishing a tournament or something. Like, yeah. it's so much better. There's a couple things that I've really enjoyed about it, is the, um, the camaraderie, because you're in a boat... You know, even though like Lane was super fucking annoying today. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, he dropped his dildo. He put it like, in the river. <laughs> yeah. uh, but for real though, like you get to get to know the other person, talk with them. You know, you know, you take lunch. We we always do. You know, lunch on the river. Right. It's just a little bit more of a community type of fishing trip. Um, and the other thing is, we actually have a little prototype coming, but we have a platform. You can get up so much higher than a kayak. Like if you really stand, like when we were we were fishing for spawning fish today, and like really if you couldn't see the fish, like you were screwed. Like you couldn't, and we were standing. I mean, this is how stable it is. That seat's probably what, uh, maybe sixteen inches wide. I could stand on that seat all day, no problem. And it swivels. Like that's yeah. impressive. You know, I'm two thirty five. You did it. Like I, saw, I saw you do it, and I was like, "Oh, Jeremiah, watch this! <laughs> I can't wait to see Josh's fat ass fall into the river." Well, and first then, of all, I watch it there, bud. No, but you, you didn't, and I, I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I like a little bit later on, Jer- I saw Jeremiah like kind of look around. He's like, he jumped up on the seat. I was like, "Yeah, there yeah. you go." Yeah, I mean, not bad. It, but you're up there, like you're like bass boat height, maybe even higher. Like you're really, really high. Dude, I suffered a, a horrendous injury. We didn't even talk about it, but <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. I was hoping that you would maybe, but yeah, I don't know. That. I think there's some sort of design defect on these rafts that we need to talk about. Maybe offline <laughs> uh, heel, heel injury. Very that prone. heel, dude. I jumped out of the raft wearing my Orvis. Oh, hang on. You say you jumped out of the raft. That's signature Chris move. Dude, dude, that's Chris the only uh, you one time complimented me on my athleticism when I did it. Yeah. And I've literally been at home practicing it every night. <laughs> so Ashley, watch this. And she's like on Tinder, just like, oh, my gosh. I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this marriage, dude. <laughs> my husband's just doing like, like drills out in the driveway, jumping out of the raft. Jumping off of chairs. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I jumped out of the raft trying to net a what ended up being not that big of a fish. 
and I landed directly upon a. It had to have been a a rock with tons of nails and. <laughs> I don't know. This is mess my heel up. Yeah. I'll be all right, dude. Like when you look at like the ultimate fishing. <laughs> well, but regardless, most, most for mere mortals would have been like. And I'm not saying this because, me, you know, when you combine the graphs, so, like, I probably shouldn't even be on this podcast. Like, this is conflict of interest. Like, I have an NDA with them. Like, it's... Do you really? Yeah, I do. I have to sign one every year. That doesn't mean what you think it means, I think. Non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with what you're doing No, my point is, my point is, like... Unless you're getting ready to lay down some boardroom secrets on us. I was thinking about it. All right, well, never mind. I'll shut up. In... In in the, like, you know, lineup of river, like, vessels, like, this thing is the ultimate. Anyways, um, so, you know, so we've, we've been out, uh, we got two days down out of a three-day trip. Um, where are we going tomorrow? Fly Rock, dude, all the way. Yeah. So what you, what you thinking about tomorrow? Let's, let's prime these boys up. I think that... The fishing that you'll see tomorrow is the best fishing that you'll ever see in your lives. <laughs> and anything short of that, it's not my fault, but... It's Josh's fault. <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Nah, I think it's going to be Why all right. are you twitching in Josh's direction? That was a, that was a head twitch that you weren't supposed to talk about. Oh, later. oh that was Wait. off mic. So what, what else is going on with River Rats? Yeah, tell us a little bit about... we. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the company. The, what's uh, what's uh, what's your guys' like trajectory? What do you, what are you guys trying to do in the industry? Shake things up. Tell me your deepest fear. Should I move over to the couch? Uh, yeah. What's um, the- <laughs> uh, no, that's a great question, and uh, you've you've hit on some pretty important stuff for us. Uh, that's not getting uh, sequestered into. Super creepy, dude. Yeah, that was just weirded (laughs) me out. (laughs) Uh, Not getting sequestered into uh, being fly guys only. You know, it's important that we have broad reach. Uh, We're seeing that across industries that I don't think that we would have expected in before. Uh, You and I were talking about that today with some other companies. And it's a really interesting evolution in, in some of the fishing industry. So, in being inclusive of uh, guys that are doing fly or gear or hucking metal or whatever, you know, my kids, we love to get my kids out. Uh, dad's out there looking for an excuse to buy a boat. There's there the go. family angle. It you is know, fun. It and is. They do love, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a blast. So, even if you are a fly guy, um, you know, just get uh, get the kids out there with spinners or whatever else and, and get yeah. them on fish and have fun or just float the river uh, during the summertime and have a good time. So, we, we want that broad reach. Uh, we're also looking at, uh, we're bringing in, we've gone from a 12-foot to a 14-foot. Yeah, we're trying it out. right. We're uh, trying it out right now uh, just to add... Add more value, bring on another boat, maybe, you know, hit the, uh, a bigger family size boat for, you know, the, the family and kids to get on the river, you know, just, uh, we're, that's the one thing about river rat is that we're, we're not going to just sit idle. You know, we're always looking at to improve, add value to what we've already got. You know, so we taught you alluded a little bit to our casting platforms and things like that that yeah. you'll be getting here in a week to try out on these boats um you know we just 
we just want to keep adding value so that people can get out on the river and just have fun that's uh that's the bottom line whether they're fish guys family guys you know young old whatever just get out on the river or get out with your family have fun you know enjoy it um that's our biggest goal really is just to create a ton of fun for people and people to go and experience things that maybe they don't always get to you know always have an opportunity to do yeah so. and it's a river it's a boat that can do anything from a class what three is it yeah class three yeah down to farm ponds i mean yeah. down to whatever well so. yeah down to any flat water we in fact yeah. i've been surprised at how many people you know have been uh sticking motors on these and hitting the lakes you know and just tearing I it imagine up it, would, it does have a motor mount that comes on like on all yeah right, integrated in into it yeah. so um but i could see that definitely i think you know, I'll say um, with the bigger rafts, I could definitely see like taking them on flat flat water would be not something I would probably want to go do. For I mean, obviously the one that we have, the model that we have, like it rows easy enough where I don't think it would be an issue. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it you know that's a, that's a cool thing. Like you said, if you're a dad that's looking to get your kids out and some, you know, anything from a farm pond up to a class three, I mean, it's just kind of a good multi-person vessel for a lot of different things so yeah the one thing that i thought was actually really cool and this is kind of where my mind goes with this stuff is you know we we were being facetious earlier we were saying that these you know other companies were being super enthusiastic to get our you know our sponsorship but you know for you know one i think what separates you guys and this is the you know things that i've heard is that when they have a problem, like they call you guys and you answer and you call them back. And you know, if you have a problem, cause the thing is, I, you know, I own a business, Chris owns a business. Like we know, like nobody's like shit's perfect. You know, things break, you know, things like go wrong. Like, you know, UPS, you know, damages packages. Yeah, and it's know. not like you see every single product, every single inch of it. I mean, there are things that just happen. You know, yeah in shipping and whatever and i, I can mean. tell you like when, when we first met you brian i remember chris you know was on like we got on the phone with you and he was like you know what are the chances you think we're actually gonna get one of these boats like you know because a lot of people are full of it you know they'll tell you oh yeah we'll do this and do that and then they never follow through and you like legit followed through with it and you guys are out here with us and that's a testament to your like i could tell you just a few customers that we know that they've had that same experience yes yeah, so. exactly so i feel like you're you you know do what you say you want to you're going to do and you you know you you back up your product with your your word um the other thing i thought was cool is that you know we talked a little bit yesterday um about kind of your story like how you got started and stuff and like this isn't some like venture capital or f- venture capital firm that's like oh we see a you know um uh, we see a market that we can exploit and this and that. Like, this is a dude that works in fabricating who, you know, lives in Utah who fell in love with fly fishing. He, you know, you looked at some boats out on the market and you're like, I don't like it. Like, let me build one. And you built a boat and you literally, like, built it and guys are like, hey, can you build one for me? And then you're like, yeah, sure. And then you're like, well, maybe I can sell these things. And you start fabricating them out of a, you know, garage in your house and you still do that to this day. You guys are still, you know, making those like legit, like assembling, like in your, you know, garage, which is like, you know, for me that I'm way more, I want to support someone like that who's doing that rather than some 
trust fund kid who's got money who like you know grew up you know you know dad's like oh yeah go go do a startup man and, you know like that's not what this is so you know you if you get one of these you're you're buying into the to me you're buying into the story behind it you know it's a genuine authentic you know product and company and you know they you know you guys seem to back what you say you'll you'll do and that's to me that's everything you know and I'll say that that's exactly what got me involved with Brian. Uh, you know, I was looking for something to solve a couple of very specific solu- uh, problems. Uh, one of those was shallow water, and the other one was floating the Madison River in Montana. I've been a drift boat guy for 20 years. I'll always probably have a drift boat. Um, but there was there were some very specific uh, river problems that I needed to solve. And I was in the market, and... Uh, was looking at some of the other brands and I, I came across, across Brian and I called him up. Like you say, he answered. And what was interesting was I, I had a very specific question for him and did not expect him to have a good answer. Uh, I had heard some of the others were not as stable as maybe what I wanted to put my family in, that sort of thing. And so I said, Brian, you know, looking at pictures, I cannot tell a difference. What's the difference between your raft and their raft. And he went down a list of about 12 things, just nailed them. Just my tubes are two inches bigger around. I've got 400 more pounds of buoyancy. My tubes are an inch and a half instead of one inch. Uh, you know, these are the oars that I use and he just bam, bam, bam. Uh, the width, um, I'm what, 10 inches wider, uh, 10 inches wider, which if you're in the boat world, that adds a lot of stability and still fits in the bed of a truck. Sure. Somebody who didn't go to public school could probably tell us exactly how much stability. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. That ain't me, dude. (laughs) But at the end of that list, and like you say, a guy that picked up the phone and answered and was engaged with me, I'm like, I'm in. You know, yeah. I, I want one and getting them out, rowing them, seeing how they track, how they, you know, how they handle and all that stuff. It's just, it was, it was a no brainer to get involved and man, uh, they are a phenomenal, phenomenal boat. Yeah. We've been very, very, very impressed with it. And, uh, I mean, I think, you know, some of the, you know, some of the concerns I think that people have are probably people that have never fished out of one. You yeah, know, people that would benefit from just calling. So just give them a call. Yeah, and look them up. That's yeah, that's the thing. Like two man game. If you're a two man game person, you're not like doing a bunch of solo fishing. A two man game or three. I mean, they'll fit three people for sure, especially like kids. Because um, I, you know, I have, you know, we we both have two kids, and you know, those things are perfect for that sort of yeah. deal. Um, really should check them out. And so let's let's go over what I didn't realize that I mean you have a full-time welder, right? So in Utah? Sure. Yeah. So is that and that's where some of the fabrication's done or what? Well, all all of all of the fabrication on our on our boats are done locally there in Salt Lake. Um you know, we uh because we're still still a small company and growing and uh, we're working. Uh, we're we should be breaking ground actually on a uh, on a new building um, next week. I hope. Hope. Nice. Uh, but that's what we're working for right now. We're kind of broke up into three different shops between uh, our laser cutting shop that uh, a good friend of mine um, operates and owns, 
and uh, laser cuts all of our frames so everything is is dead nuts on and uh, and and compatible across frame to frame to frame so you know by everything being laser cut you could take your front seat swap out with the other boat's front seat and it'd fit exactly the same or the gotcha. back seat or you know any other parts that you know very modular and uh so that uh as we add you know more uh components and stuff um uh, and add-ons to that you won't have to get a new frame you don't have to buy a whole bunch of stuff i mean you're going to get the add-on and it's going to you know you pull off your lean bar and and the front clip will go on you know yeah. pull off something on the back but then then our weld shop is right next door to that um and we keep that up there because it's really conducive to my welder um you know to his house right now so it's easy for him to to spend a lot of time there to get these you know welded up once they once they're welded then they go you know powder coating and come to my shop uh at my house and uh we do all the finish build out and uh packaging and boxing and shipping from there so that's another thing is like because you ship all your almost all your boats i assume yeah we and ship you, everything you, said you started off with like a solid welded frame right um, yeah, we when we first started, yeah, that was the first frame we had was a solid welded frame, and we've been through maybe I think we're on rev five, I think of frames. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I had gone through two, three different revs, and kind of landed on what I thought, and then Lane and I, who's Lane's been in the industry forever, and he's been a great help for me. Um, but he and I took a look at some things that. Uh, they maybe didn't work the best and made some changes and tested them and and you know and now we we've spent the last year really working hard at just perfecting you know the frames getting these boats to where man we can get them out and not have to worry about them um and people will enjoy them um you know we get a lot of questions all the time of well do you have this or do you have that can we get this can you do you offer you know these add-ons and you know and the, the answer has always been no we are you know it's in the works but we don't have it right now and lane can attest to this that i'm i want to do one thing i want to get it right and then when it's right then we'll move on to the next thing that we're going to do and we'll get it right and then we'll move on to the next thing so you know that that may not be the best way to do things as far as a business goes to get things out to sell but for me, it's more about, um, you know, I want, I want people to have zero problems and I want it to be exactly right. And then we'll move on. And, and that way, the, when they trust us and come to us and buy these things, they're getting the best product that we can, you know, that we can offer sure. with zero problems. Yeah. And like, I think one of the things, like when you're shipping all your product out, obviously shipping like a solid aluminum frame that's welded together is you know a bit of a problem but like the the way that you shipped it i thought it was interesting i thought it it was intuitive and you know i you know seeing it come in pieces i was a little like okay what's this you know i'm a little i'm a little and then when i put when josh and i put them together we called you know we called each other like little kids like oh man this i was like actually this is like not i mean it's I mean, it put together, it feels super, super solid. It feels like, I mean, no issues at all. And yeah. the plus side of that is that it's super modular. Yeah. So, like, if you, you know, these, like, the stand-up platform, like, 
say you want to you want a different configurate i mean you can do a lot of different things to them i sure. mean it's you know it's it's very customizable it's very modular and you know it's kind of a almost like a blank slate you know a little bit so um but anyways you know that's unless you got you guys have other stuff that you want to talk about on the boat while we got you here i mean what's what, what do you think the big thing that sets you apart from other people is and then or other uh, other know, other companies i guess the i think the biggest thing is just customer service and yeah. that we care you know i mean you're going to get a hold of somebody you if you call you're going to get a hold of somebody and they'll either get a hold of me or they'll get a hold of lane if you can't get us direct and you know uh and we can and we will fix what you know whatever issue or help wherever well, we say can. you took at least three so. calls while you're on the river yesterday with me <laughs> yeah. like oh did that tube get sent out that raft get sent out so yeah. i can attest you were talking with so. customers i mean that's yeah. a small business owner i mean we get it i yeah. mean sure you know i we take i mean most of the time i i kind of knew like i had this on my calendar that i was going to be off but I mean, Josh and I are the same way. Out on sure. the river, checking emails, out on the river, doing yep. whatever. So. I just ignore them. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you so customer service is our big thing. You know, we, we care about each and everybody that, that gets a boat from us. I'm I, and, and it's personal to me, you know, to uh, to be able to, that they trust us to do that. That's personal to me. Yeah. Um, but, you sure. know, then our warranty, you know, on our stuff, you know, I... I always hear, you know, oh, we have two-year warranty or year warranty, and you know that's, I, I'm I'm not that way, man. Our boats are going to be lifetime guaranteed for manufacturing problems. You know, if you back over the frame, I can't do anything about that. We'll sure. help you fix it, but you yeah, know, right. but if if something breaks, you know, we want to fix it. Send it back to me. I'll replace it. We'll fix it. You know, get it back out to you as fast as we can. Get you that's back huge. on the water. You know, I mean, this um, especially in the river game. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're so hard on our gear. I mean, it's sure. like ten times harder on our gear than than a late guy or whatever. So, you know that that goes that goes a long way uh, for sure. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, like like just little things, like on my other raft, I had a valve that started leaking. You know, I think we stepped on it or something. You know, just having having somebody that you can reach out to be like, I mean, because on ultimately what. And it's going to sound weird, but like the, the, like Josh and I, I mean, other than spending time with our families, this is like the, the thing that we look forward to most in a week yeah. is that six hours that we get on a Saturday where we get to go out, do the thing that we like to do and hammer it. And like the last thing in the world that we want, you know, is gear issues. So, you know, essentially you're entrusted with more than anything else, people's most precious time. You know the time that they look forward to, and you know through the week. So the fact that you take that responsibility seriously, the fact that you'll pick up the phone is is a huge deal. So yeah, and I, I think right in line with that is customer feedback. You know, you all mentioned the the prototype platforms that we're looking at. Uh, we've gotten feedback from guys that uh, chase stripers out on the coast in Boston and stuff. And you know, we we want that feedback. We come from a trout worldview. Uh, so we don't understand until we come out here on a trip or we get direct feedback on what it is that small guys need. But when we hear it, 
we want to adapt to it and and we want to make your experience uh we like better. climbing trees out here dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well so like other that, stuff. that's why <laughs> that's why we put a winch on the boat you know like you don't even have to get out of the boat you just throw a grappling hook up of, you yeah, know dude, and that's you start a new, winching that's a prototype up. that nobody even knows about <laughs> have you thought about creating a a some sort of situation conducive to the jump hook set that Josh, that Josh seems hey, to dude, do. Hey, dude, it works. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're gonna to send out uh, a, a tree harness for Josh. Oh, that's great. That's the first fishing guy ever. I don't care if you're a, uh, you know, a fly guy or not. That's the first guy I've ever seen climb a tree. Yeah. 20 feet up to pitch Dude. to fish that's another yeah. one we were we were watching josh <laughs> climb that tree i was like oh my gosh Dude. i was like this is gonna be hey how many times do you see me fall bud you're very athletic i i don't i don't fall very often I'm not yeah. accusing you. Of I got a smaller. Hey, I have a strong base. That's all <laughs> I say, dude. Yeah, thick. thick I got a thick base, dude. I wear thirteens. Uh, do you really? Yeah. What do you wear, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to answer that. That's bullshit, dude. All right, I'm off this podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. No, it's uh, anything else, dude? Before I don't we think so, man. I mean, just. Just want to thank you guys. Yeah, obviously One we're for, excited. We're excited yeah, about it. Yeah, I thanks mean, for for coming out and allowing us to, you know, get an excuse to fish for three days. That doesn't happen very often. About once a year, usually. I would say my wife. My wife is saying that it happens um, a little too often. Yeah, you know, maybe like once too often yeah. in this month, perhaps. Yeah. So. But. Yeah, thanks for coming out, guys. It was cool, you know, getting to know you. And we got one more day fishing left, so we'll see if we can't. You know, three, uh, third time's a charm. So we'll see what happens. Um, We sure we've enjoyed coming out and and you know seeing what you guys do out here, learning some some new tricks and the way to go. But you know, for your listeners, you know, hey, check us out on our Instagram. Follow us, you know, River Rat um, US. Yeah, River Rat US. Yeah. on instagram and our web page is uh river at usa.com yep um and uh yeah check us out you know drop me a an email or or call our office and you know and and they can get you in touch with us um but yeah yeah we're, or we're you having just, fun you or can, you can just follow the link to the many many posts that i've been tagging this, this company <laughs> yeah so. that's right yeah i mean where you're gonna see this boat go through its paces we got to the boys are going up to Minnesota here yeah. pretty soon, uh, and uh, we're going to take both the rafts with us, and you know we're going to put them through their paces. And that all I got to say is there's going to be a lot of big smallmouth in these rafts. Yes, so, sure. Lot, already has been. Yeah, there's been a lot so far, a few, but few a lot, so far. A lot. Let's coming. get a couple. Let's get a few more tomorrow. Yeah, we need a few more tomorrow. And I got to say, dude, uh, this is like for all the for all the guides out there for all them. For all them pros listening, just rolling their eyes at every damn thing that we say. Officer, uh, officer, I'm not a guide. <laughs> yes, for all, not not Lane, not Lane McQuelty. <laughs> that was it. Was that it? It's McClellan. Oh, McCreefer. You nailed it. Nice. Um, now, for all them damn guides out there, just rolling their eyes at everything we say. I gotta say, I felt the pressure. Felt the pressure yeah. of the guide life. Uh, not that we were guiding. Hashtag Fifth Amendment, um, but uh, you know I, I did feel the pressure of it. It is it is it's stress inducing. 
to the pressure to perform on, on something that you don't have a lot of control over. The, if it was any other time of the year, though, I don't feel like we would have been under Not at the all. same. Yeah, it would be like it's just a matter of time. Put your fly where you know you need yeah, to put it. You know. Exactly. We, this will work. Just keep doing it. Yes, right. this is a completely different time of year. And I was honestly kind of afraid of that when we were – well, originally I think Brian wanted to come in February. I was like, bad idea. <laughs> Do not come in February. Because uh, that – I was still late. I was like, that would be the only time that would be worse than this. Well, we could have still caught fish, but, yeah, it would have been yeah. not very much fun. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we talked about May, and I was like kind of thinking on the calendar. I'm like, what, what's going to be going on then? And it almost uh, to the to the day, man. This is exactly what was going on last year. Yeah. So, but uh, we like I said, we have one more day. Conditions change just as you know, just as fast as they changed before. So you know, we got a day uh, out on the river tomorrow. And those are if if any other time I was going to be out on Saturday all day on the river, I, you know, I'm 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 pumped to go out just three days in well, a row. Tomorrow uh, we're going to a good spot. We got a good chance. We got it's, that hot stretch, be, bud. Yeah, so it's gonna be sunny all day. But, but anyways, dude, let's hit it. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming out. We appreciate you. We're looking yeah. forward to, you know, seeing what the what the raft does for us. I think so far we've been very impressed. And uh, obviously, you know, if you want me to stop tagging you and in Instagram, <laughs> you're going to have to tell me. Because I'm <laughs> no, borderline you're in good. It's, a, it's, so, it's been awesome. So um, we yeah. appreciate you having us out. We've had a great time. Hashtag so. flesh builders is not us. No. <laughs> no that's, that's, well, John, what did you, when you looked down and observed that piece of nature, what did you, what, did what was I, your first thought when, when, you, when that thing, when you looked down and that thing was pointing directly into your eye? It's the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, and as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter, baby. That's right. Oh, wait. Let's, you gotta, yeah, let's get a free the see, fighter. Free the guys. fighter from you guys, please. Free the fighter. That's right. Free the fighter. Oh, those trout guys. we got blackmail on them now.